0: everyone. Today I have the pleasure of talking with Bruce Wright. Bruce is the Director of Primex Field Days in Casino, New South Wales. He's also the Board Chair of the Association of Agricultural Field Days of Australasia, among many other things. Uh, Today I'm talking to Bruce uh, as part of our 2021 Event Expert Series, where we chat with experts like Bruce on what they see as the top learnings from COVID-19 and what are the silver linings from their perspective. We also talk to Bruce about the biggest change that he expects to see in our industry moving forward and we also ask him to share a hot tip for a recommended resource for event organisers such as yourself. Let's chat to Bruce.
1: I'm Bruce Wright uh, my father started the Primex Field Days back in 1985, uh, and I got involved in 1989. Since then, the events evolved from being a, a beef-based type event to a fully-fledged agricultural field day, and we pride ourselves on being one of the most diverse in Australia, with around about 400 exhibitors, and we usually get around about 20 to 30,000 visitors through the course of the event, and uh, we've really started building that base of national and international audience. And our repositioning over the last couple of years has been about becoming more on on a focus point of where farmers and foodies meet and connecting that whole connection of of primary producers and where that food's going and getting that synergy between both because there's a lot of things that need to happen there and farmers need a voice.
0: Excellent. So when's PrimeX held, Bruce? And you did actually have to cancel your event in 2020, didn't you?
1: That's right. So we've moved our event... It was in June, it's now in May uh, to maximise that leading time to end of financial year for a lot of our agribusiness exhibitors. So we'll be May 20 to 22.
0: Excellent. Now, as an event organiser, owner, founder, you of all people know (laughs) that the last 12 months has been super challenging or the last eight months. And we've still got a bit of a journey ahead of us. I'm just interested... Um, and it may be hard to narrow it down to just a couple, but I'm really interested to know what you have learnt through this process. So, you know, we've been all really smacked in the face with COVID. You know, it was, it was a real shock to the industry. Um, but through this process, uh, a lot of people are saying there's been some silver linings, there's been some positive things. We've learnt some things along the way that are going to help our event into the future. What would be a couple of those things for you,
1: Bruce? Um, number one would be the investment we've already made previous to this challenge um, with building relationships with our exhibitors and our stakeholders. That has really seen us through in, in a lot of the challenging times that's there. So that's absolutely number one. Number two has been that it, it it's meant that from the association point of view with the AAFDA, with all the field days throughout Australia and New Zealand that are members, it's brought us together a lot more cohesively, there we are all in that group, we are all knowing what we're having to deal with together. So the membership of that association and, and those uh, support groups around it, like the Business Events Council and that sort of thing, we wouldn't have otherwise had conversations like we've had. And I think it's just going to strengthen our position, but it's about that collaborative relationship base. It's really the, the two main things that we've come out from.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I think it doesn't matter if it's a music industry, a field day, agricultural based, you know, foodie event, um, community event. That's what a lot of people are saying is this period of COVID has created alliances. It's, it, it has actually removed somewhat that element of competition between events and started to bring them closer together to say, okay, we're in this together. We need to work on solutions, you know, and we need to advocate together, which is great. And I hope that stays into the future.
1: I really do. Well, I, I think it's going to be a long time before people forget. And, yeah. and I think that's going to be the thing that sort of gets us through. Obviously, life goes on, but, but I, I think those real key things that have, have cut to the core of what we do and how we do it and how we can work with, I think they're, they're long-lasting anyway.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Now, I'm curious, so what do you see as potentially one of the biggest changes that will come out of this for the long term for our industry? Um, so, COVID's obviously thrown a lot of things up in the air for the events industry. People are now talking about reimagining their events. You know, there's a lot of challenges around compliance, insurance. And um, what do you see as a a change that is likely to stick for our industry that all events should be starting to think about and consider?
1: Yeah, I think... Um the main thing is about diversifying revenue streams and opportunities to exist uh, if this was ever to happen again. Uh, we, we were lucky enough with the CRM uh, exhibitor platform that we use that we were able to move pretty quickly because it already was a service provide to exhibitors where we could go to a virtual event, which we, we call PrimeX Air. And that is now part of what we are going forward. So diversifying uh, identifying those things that under the same challenges or even more so Uh, but the the revenue streams is another thing too that that I think um, a a lot of you know just generally from from us as a family business there's been challenges as far as hanging on to employees and that sort of stuff and I think efficiencies of delivering events is going to have to play a course in the future Uh, being able to bring uh, expertise in specific fields be it delivering your your ticketing and COVID-safe plans with tracing and all that sort of thing. That's a specialised area and you can't carry that for a 12-month period with one event or, or whatever. So, that refinement and finding efficiencies that can help you bring the best expertise with these things, deliver and then be able to uh, move on. I've got some of the key things I think that we're all going to have to look at and It's going to be challenging because, you know, in talking to some of the organisations that we support charity-wise, they have seen a major reduction in voluntary support and whether that picks up again with the demographics that are more free with giving their time, that again is going to put more of an emphasis about how we can efficiently do those things that, you know, we we have to pay for more extensively now to get the right level of standards set.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, your point before about the silver linings, you know, you talk about, you know, more collaboration alliances. I think they kind of go hand in hand really, don't they? If, we, if we're if we looking at how can events be more efficient, what are the, you know, solutions that we need to be putting in place to support our events, it's something we all need. So they're the conversations we need to be having now as a collective to say, all right, whether it's ticketing platforms or, you know, volunteer management models or whatever it may be, it's all events have, if not the same quite similar challenges and needs, and I think that's where absolutely coming together, looking at those solutions is going to be so important for us in the future.
1: Yeah and, and look, there's been conversations that I've had with other field days too, so it's a situation where if available and if needed, you know, there's no reason that those that are fully involved and understand field days can't go and help other field days deliver their events. I think you would have never seen that before.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Excellent. Now, one final question, Bruce. Um, There's lots of information and resources out there for events, whether it's COVID related or not. Do you have one recommended resource or network that you find really valuable that you would recommend to other event organisers?
1: I'd have to go back to what I mentioned before about us being able to move into that virtual space without disrupting too much or, or starting a new conversation at a critical time like uh, when, when we moved into our virtual space that was in April, May uh, after the announcements in March. So, so to have a service that was able to provide our exhibitors that support especially for the financial year was critical. So I say the CRM, um, our event management platform, which uh, is Map Your Show. Uh, it's a US-based platform. They do a lot of the major agricultural-based events, both trade shows, uh, indoors, outdoors, and that sort of thing. And that's probably, if, if there's number one, uh, a number one, that's, that's it for me. I mean, obviously, the collaboration and, and being a part of an association of mutually like-minded supporters mm. that understand your situation, that's, that's really high up there as well. Yep. But as far as us as an event, being able to just deliver our exhibitors and support our exhibitors at that challenging time is number one.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Excellent, thank you so much,
1: Bruce. Okay, not a worry at all. Great to chat with you. You too.
0: There you go. Another great chat with an event expert. Make sure you check out our other episodes in this event expert series for more practical insights, different perspectives, and loads more hot tips.